Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message from Real Life Community, where we talk about connecting with God and others, growing in Christ-likeness, and sharing God's life with the world. My name is Sarah Comer, and I serve each week as Connections Pastor, making sure that you know that there is a God and a community that loves you and wants to go through the seasons of life with you. You can find us at reallifecommunity.org, and we would love to meet you on Facebook or Instagram. Until then, we hope this message meets you right where you are and helps you know just how deep the Father's love is for you. We are so glad that you're here with us this morning. Uh, We are going to take just a couple of minutes to, I want some teens, we've they've agreed to share just a little bit about their weekend with us, so we're going to have them share. But before we do that, teens, how much do we appreciate Jake Noblebeard coming to speak with us this weekend? And how much do we appreciate Grace and Corbin and Zach leading us in worship this weekend? And how much do we appreciate the work that Taylor has put into making this weekend happen? It's been a great weekend, and it's, it's been so much fun. And wait, wait, wait. How much do we appreciate all of our leaders and our host homes for this weekend? That's right. We are so appreciative, like Jeremy said, that we're a part of a church that just believes in our teenagers and our kids and in the ministry of real life. So this morning, the first person that's going to share, Miss Alana, is going to come up here with us, and she's going to share. <laughs> you don't want. Okay. Never. We're going to. They might back out. Kaylin, you want to come up here with me? Come on. Come on. All right. Give her a hand, ladies. This is Kaylin, and she's going to share. So this weekend was actually pretty good. I walked in, and I felt pretty lonely, like I had nobody that was there for me that I could struggle with and cry on their shoulder. But then this weekend I walked out feeling like I had everyone here in this church to help me through everything that me and my family has been through the past couple years. And I had shoulders to cry on, people to pray with, and people to go hang with and just talk about everything that I need to talk about. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Zach is going to come share with us. Come on. Uh, Come on. Come on. We got this. Give him... weekend I wasn't really like sure how how it was gonna go down and uh, I didn't really think that it was gonna help because several months ago like around a year ago I started doubting my faith and everything and um, nothing's really like helped besides my parents Um, but yesterday Jake his uh, sermon really hit me and 
it made me feel like I'm loved and use, useful and yeah, and Hi, I'm Philip. Because she didn't introduce me like anybody else. Um, <laughs> uh, I came into this week uh, very much a broken mirror, um, as we use that analogy this week. I, as many other people during Corona, kind of just got very lonely, um, very push offish, very by myself, um, and no one left with their own thoughts is very happy person. <laughs> um, I very had a lot of insecurities. I still do. Always probably will. Um, struggle with a lot and I kind of just enter the week down on God just saying why would you let this whole year happen um, and just felt very broken and I had to be reminded how close I was with God at one time and why I was there in the first place and um, last night I think as the whole youth group will attest I think everybody um, could feel the spirit here, um, as long as you were just listening. And I think there was a part of me that just kind of had to take a minute and stop and think, just what is my plan for my life? Um, I've been called to youth ministry and maybe even lead pastorship, we'll see. Um, and so I just wanted to praise God for this week that he's brought me out of a very broken, dark place that I'm still working through. And it's still a valley in my life, but I can at least see where the mountaintop is. Amen. So. Thank you, Philip, for that. Um, we, how many of you can relate to anything that these teens just said? Yeah, we can. Well, this morning, I wanted to give you just a glimpse of what our weekend looked like here. Um, not just to give you a glimpse of what we experienced, but because it's a message that we can all benefit from. In Genesis 127, it says, so God made, created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And Ephesians 2, 8 and 10 says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward of the good things that we've done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do good things that he planned for us long ago. On Friday night, we talked about um, the broken image that we, the ways that we see ourselves. And we, talk, we first talked about who God is, right? And we talked about um, that God is love. And we talked about all the, char the characteristics of God. And, and Jake had the teens write out on a paper, I am and then fill out different things. And so, Philip, what was something that you wrote on your paper? Uh, I cannot spell. Alana, what did you write on a paper? Um, she does cheer. Johnny, what did you write on a paper? He can play the ukulele. Uh, Ariel, what did you write on a paper? She plays piano. They all began to write down things that define them, right? And then Jake said, okay, now if, if any of those things were, um, were a, tra a character trait, I want you to cross them off your list. And if they were something that you're good at, I want you to cross them off the list. And he went through all these things, and at the end of it, 
we crossed everything off of the list. And he said, because I want you to know who God says you are this weekend. Because who God says we are isn't defined by the things that we're good at or the things that, that we do or the things that we even like. Who God says has nothing to do with us and everything to do, to do with his goodness and his greatness. And he started by taking a mirror and shattering it. And he said the problem is that a lot of times when, when we look at things, we see it through the image of a broken mirror. We look at ourselves and we see what's wrong with us. We look at ourselves and we see, you know, this, this could be representation of sin in the world. We're, we're broken. We're, we live in a broken world. The things that happen to us happen because of the brokenness and sin in our world. And so when we stand and we keep looking at ourselves here, it's not very hopeful. It's not very promising. We see a distorted image of someone who's created in the image of God. And Jake said he wanted us to stop looking at this image. And he wanted us to start looking at the fact that we are, and I'm going to read these things to you in a minute. It was interesting for me to stand in worship this morning in front of this mirror the whole time. This mirror says, I am very good. I am enough. I am loved. I am worthy. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am strong. I am forgiven. I am confident. I am special. I am a child of God. I am not defined by the brokenness of this world because I am in Christ, which means I am a child of God created in God's image. You are created in God's image. You are a child of God. And so Jake encouraged the teens at the end of the night. He said, I want you to come stand and look in this mirror. Guess what? Sometimes it's, no, a lot of times it's hard just to stand in a mirror and stare at yourself and let God talk to you. Because when we look in a mirror, we're not just looking at our outward appearance. We're looking into our heart. We're looking into the things that are going on in our minds and in our head. And when you look at this mirror, you can't help but read the things that says, I am very good. I am a child of God. So that's how we wrapped up Friday night. The teens headed back to their house, and they had some great small group times. Yesterday morning, we went and served at, is it Kittrell? Kittrell. I'm going to say that wrong probably every time. We went to Kittrell Elementary School, and we weeded. We got covered in little burrs of some kind, I mean covered. Um, we picked up trash. We uh, power washed some stuff. We, picked, we, we just worked all around that school building. It hasn't been touched in a long time. And we were able to clean it up and get it ready for a new school year that's going to start here in a few weeks. And I, these scenes, they were hot. They were miserable. But they worked hard. And then we went to the Blooms for a pool party and had a great afternoon together. Had dinner here at the church and some karaoke because we've discovered we love karaokeing together. It's hilarious. And they all do it. That's my favorite part. Um, 
And we, then we had our, our closing service with Jake last night. And Jake began to talk to us about labels. And he began, he shared his story about the things, the struggles that he has had and the ways that, that he has um, had to navigate, you know, the things that, that, he, that define him or the things that he said about himself. And so I've asked Philip to come up with me this morning. I'm probably going to owe Philip lunch, right? Because if, if you're like a kid, one of my kids, that's the deal. So do I owe you lunch? Sure. Okay. All right. So, I'll take your food. All right. Here, step over just a little bit for me, though, because I have to be able to move around a little bit. Okay. So when, when we struggle, what do we do? We say things to ourselves, right? We speak things over ourselves. And so sometimes we speak things over ourselves like, oh, I'm such a jerk. Or we, we, we maybe feel like, I'm just so weird, right? Or we feel like, I am broken. I'm just broken. Or we feel like, I'm a loser. But sometimes we also feel like maybe I'm just too different. You put your own words on what you tell yourself. When you look in the mirror, what do you tell yourself? I'm ugly. I'm too fat. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve what I have. You, we all speak things over ourselves, right? And then what happens is, as I was processing this net last night, I began thinking about sometimes we allow other people to speak things over us that we should never allow, right? Mm, he's damaged goods. Mm, he's so annoying. Mm, he's just loud. <laughs> but we speak things over someone. We speak words over someone that affect who they are. And they're not right words. And people don't have a right to speak those things over us. Because, why? Because we're a child of God. That's words of truth. Those are not. And when we know who we are in Christ, when we know our identity is grounded in Christ, guess what happens? Those things lose their stickiness. They lose their ability to hold that they the hold that they have on us. Because when when that happens, there are some other words that begin to fill us. I am strong. Guess what? I am forgiven from those things that I struggled with. I am loved. Whether humans love me or not, God does. I am able. I am worthy. And the most important. What did God say when he created creation? It is very good. It is very good. Those are the words that begin to define us. And there was one word that, um, that we, I put on as a negative because sometimes we struggle with feeling different, right? We're going to elaborate in just a minute, but guess what? We are different. We're different in a new way. All right, give Philip a hand. We, get, we began to talk about when, we're in, when we are in Christ, those labels begin to fall off of us. And they lose their stickiness because we are a masterpiece. Every one of you in this room is a masterpiece. 
A masterpiece is a work of outstanding artistry, skill, or workmanship. Mark Twain said, God has put, some noble and, has put something noble and good into every heart that is hand-created. Every one of you in this room, God did something noble and good. Yeah. All of us have been commissioned to be God's representatives in the world. Our passage in Ephesians said, he created us anew in Christ so that we could do the good things that he planned for us to do. So teens, this is my closing words to you today for this retreat, but this is a challenge for all your parents and the rest of our church that's here with us today too. He did not just create us to know who he is. He did not just create us to know our identity in him. He created us to do a good work. And you know what part of that good work is? It's to take these things and begin to walk up to other people and say, Luke, you are very good. Peyton, you are able. Ariel, you are strong. Lauren, you are confident. Jace, you are worthy. Haley, you are loved. Alana, you are capable. And down the line to each and every one, it's so that we can speak words of truth over other people so that they can learn their identity in Christ as well. It's so that we can tell other people who God is and about this God that loves them and says, you are a child of God. I created you and you are very what? Good. You're so good. What does reflecting him look like? Well, when we reflect God, we begin to stand out. Like I said, we're different. But we're not different. It's not a bad thing this time, right? It's not a, I'm different from everyone else. No one likes me. No, it's, I'm different because God has done something in my life. It's when people walk up to you and say, something's different about you, and I don't know what it, I can't put my finger on it. What is it? And then we get to say, it's what God has done inside of me. A couple of weeks ago, Jeremy showed, um, or I'm sorry, Cody showed Jeremy and I a picture. Cody Abston. Cody had a picture of himself in the midst of his addiction. And the picture astounded me because the picture was this drawn face that looked angry, who looked full of hurts, right? But now Cody stands on our stage on Sunday mornings and leads in worship on guitar with a smile on his face and hope in his heart because of the work that God did in his life and he's learning his identity in Jesus Christ. That is what it looks like when we begin to stand out. Cody's, his, literally, his, com, his demeanor, his complexion has changed because he's found hope in Jesus Christ. In our first service this morning, we had a friend walk in who we hadn't seen in some months. And after service, we walked up and, and got a hug from him. And he said, I said to him, I said, you look different today. He came from the NA program here at this church, friends. And yet he stood there with a smile on his face. He said, because I have hope now. And I'm learning what joy is in my life. <laughs> That's so awesome. 
That's what this is about. You begin to look different. It's like a traveler. You know, things look different when when we stand in awe, right? When something is different and and it's a masterpiece, what do we do? We stand in awe of it. It's like going to on a tour of churches and you see the, the amazing architecture and the art and the work that goes into creating those churches. And what do we do? We just stand there like, oh. And then there's the artist who, I know nothing about this, so I'm not pretending my brother's the artist in our family, not me. Um, there's the artist who can walk in and see a piece of art, right, and be like, that is a masterpiece. Me, I'm not going to know the difference between my kids drawing and that, who, wrote, who did that one, but that's just me. But the reality is that they stand in front of that masterpiece and they're like, oh, it is so good. That's what God does when he stands in front of us. He's like, oh, Philip, I created you so well. I created you so right. That's what God does. But we look different. But looking different, guys, is okay. When we know who we are in Christ, we stand out and others begin to take notice. We cannot hide in the crowd any longer. Teens, you cannot hide in the crowd what God has done in your life this weekend. We are who God created us to be, and we are intended to stand out in a dark and dying world and to be the light. Church, we are intended to stand out in a dark and dying world and be the light to those that are around us. We're not meant to hover in the corner behind our, and, and just kind of disappear in our surroundings. The colors of the brush that God uses, he stroked us into existence, were magnificent. And we are intended to stand out. And we begin to share with others, hey, God created me this way. This is my identity in Christ, and I want you to have the same thing. So my hope and my prayer for you is that when you leave here, that you'll begin to do the same thing. You all have a family to go home to. Some of your families have been around this weekend. Some of them haven't. You get to go be that to them. Let me tell you what God did in me this weekend. Let me tell you who I am in Christ. Let me tell you who you are in Christ. You're about to go back to school and some of you go back to jobs tomorrow and you get to be that light to other people and say, you are created in the image of God. And it is good. Bow your heads with me. God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the opportunity to be here and to worship together. I thank you for the amazing weekend we've had with these teenagers. God, we have some incredible teenagers here at Real Life. And I believe that these teenagers can be world changers in the worlds that they find themselves in. I pray that they would, as they go back into their homes, that they would be a light. I know they're going to go home and want to sleep for a couple days and maybe be a little cranky because they're so tired. But once the, the fog of retreat wears off, God, I pray that they would be passionate about what they learned this weekend. And that is who you are as God and how much you love them. Would they know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're a child of God. God, I pray for those that are here this morning that weren't with us this weekend, that they would know. I'm sure there are things in this room that people struggle with that, that they need to know those things are, don't define them, but that they are a child of God. And so, Lord, may we live into our identity in you. And may we help others find their identity in you. We praise you, God, and we thank you for this day. Amen. Stand with me this morning.
this morning as you go, my prayer is that you will take the understanding of who God is and who you are in him and that you will live into that and that you will help others to understand that they are created in the image of God as well. Don't hold it in. Don't hide it. Be different. Be proud of it. Until we meet again, have an amazing day.